0: I'm Debbie Godfrey. Welcome to the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. The last temperament trait I'm going to talk about is called sensitivity. A child with, on the low end of sensitivity, sleeps through parties and plane rides. One type of food tastes the same as another. One type of clothing feels the same as another. And this toddler may ignore a scratch on her knee or the ache in her ear, the load in her diaper, or the fact that there is about to be a load in her diaper. As a preschooler she may not particularly notice the emotions on people's faces or in their vote in their voices on the other end of the spectrum is a child with a high level of sensitivity this infant wakes up with every noise or light he notices everything a gentle touch the temperature textures smells he notices your new glasses or a haircut a dry diaper feels very different from a wet diaper His ear might be uncomfortable before the doctor can even see any sign of an ear infection. He gets overwhelmed when too much information piles into his brain at one time. As a preschooler, he notices tiny sounds and faint smells. He reads other's emotions easily and reacts to even mild approval and disapproval. So the temperament trait of sensitivity is particularly interesting when we're talking about behavior problems because so many times there's behavior issues that are rooted in a child's high level of sensitivity like some kids just cannot stand having the tags in their clothes and so removing the tags in their clothes is really helpful that for that child. Okay. So a child with low self-sensitivity and a parent who has low sensitivity, both you and your child might find it difficult to know how the other one feels. Most of the time you'll get along fine. And sometimes you may get into arguments that, uh, that startle you because neither of you knew that the other one was upset. So if you're both low on the end of the sensitivity spectrum, ask your child every once in a while, how are you feeling? and teach your child to use words to describe her feelings while at the same time training yourself in the same skill. Now, if the child has low self-sensitivity and you, um, the parent are on the high end of sensitivity, you live in a world that your child cannot understand. You might be feeling battered by noise, commotions, and the messes that he or she creates. So what you have to do if you are very sensitive and your child's low sensi- sensitive, on the sensitivity scale, you need to accept your child as he is and take care of yourself too. For example, wear earplugs to block out some of the noise instead of nagging him to be quiet. Decide what areas of the house he can mess up and which he cannot. Play your favorite music to block out some of the background noise that disturbs you. Avoid feeling like your child doesn't care about you or anyone else help your child notice others' feelings, body language, and tone of voice. Now, if the child is on the high end of the spectrum of sensitivity and you, the parent, are also on the high end of the sensitivity spectrum, you have the good fortune to understand where the other is coming from. Be aware that your feelings may easily blend or resonate. When one feels bad, the other one might automatically feel guilty. So what you want to do is speak up clearly and specifically when you're annoyed so that painful feelings don't float around unresolved between you. Teach your child to do the same thing. Practice imagining a shield that separates your feelings from your child's. If your child is high on the sensitivity scale and you, the parent, are low... Your child lives in a very different world than you do, full of sensations that you barely notice. So one of the things that you want to do is honor her sensitivity and believe what she tells you about her world and how she feels learn from her how to notice more what the others are feeling so again this is one that can cause many 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 behavior conflicts between you and your child so consider where are you on the sensitivity spectrum are you low are you high is your child low is your child high what can you do to mediate between the two of you to make sure that these issues don't come up and really cause conflict in your relationship and I hope that all of these temperament traits and the descriptions have helped understand your child and yourself more and look forward to a brand new parenting pep talk tomorrow. Thank you and have a great day. Happy parenting. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. For those of you that don't know me, I'm Debbie Godfrey, owner and founder of positiveparenting.com. I hope you'll go and check out my website and follow me on Instagram and let me know about what you thought about today's episode. Did you learn something new? Were you able to do something different with your children? Did you have a success story? Those are my favorite to share. Let me know. Contact me. I'd love to hear from you. And also, What future topics would you be interested in hearing about on the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast? Thank you so much for being here and for all of your support. Take care and happy parenting.